I'm Chris Hagen. For those who don't know, I've been a language coach for many years. In my career, I've taught a wide variety of people from famous singers and radio presenters to doctors, uni students, and yes, even desperate housewives trying to find an English lover. I finally decided to share my thoughts, tips, and tricks with the world. Also check out my YouTube channel if you want to see my ugly mush. So let's kick off this podcast with a great jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Here for you comes in your ears, another word for things is cheers. Here's the new kid from the block, here for you around the clock. Shining on his English lips, Chris. Is an anagram of risk. In this week's podcast, we're going to have a little chat about the Jubilee. Have you not heard about it? It's the 70th year that our Queen, Queen Elizabeth II, has been reigning over our wonderful country. And so we I asked you for some comments about what you think about the Queen. I received some comments and my father, as he's a royal expert, basically because my mum was in bed, is going to comment on your comments. Straight from the north comes Susan and Victor. Chris, don't be mad if you're not in the picture. Don't cry, mum and dad, we're happy, Manchester. You can hear them now from wherever you are. So here we are with my father because my mum is in bed. So let's get started. Let's talk about the Jubilee. So in the, in the UK now, how are people feeling about the Jubilee of the Queen? I think the majority of people are excited because she's spent 70 years on the throne, longest ever queen. And she's done a great job. If everybody did what the Queen did and lived like her, I don't, I'm not talking about money, I'm talking as a person, then the country would be in a better state. Let me read this comment here and then you tell me what you want to reply. I like the Queen very much. She's a strong woman and she has had a full life full of unexpected public and private problems. I hope she lives forever because when she dies, everything will change. Do you think everything will change? Um... That was from well, Deborah, by the way. But how do you yeah, think things will change, Dad? Well, Charles hasn't too long to go himself, has he? So if he's if he's going to take a throne, um, William, it will change with William. As soon as William gets on the throne, things will change. When Charles gets on, we'll be there for a short time before he dies. So, um, mm. yeah, it will change when William gets on, not when Charles gets on. In fact, Deborah as well, Deborah Saporito, hello, Deborah, said, I believe Charles is not up to be king. Exactly, he's not. Mm. He's not. Too, he's too much in love with that woman. That woman. Ah, so the next question then: What do you think about the fact that the Queen has just said she's happy for Camilla to be called Queen Consort to Charles? Well, I think the Queen's decided and realised that half of her family uh, have ruined her life mm. and her husband's life, and most of the family's life. Some of their family have, and she's just put it all behind and put them out, out of the road, and she's concentrating on high the royal family should move on. Carla said that she knows many things about the life of the Queen since she was a baby and then because she watched the series The Crown on TV. And she said she's grown up to become a Queen and she's been through many problems and scandals. In your opinion, Dad, what could the Queen have done differently or do you think she behaved in the right way about all these scandals and things that are going on now? Well, the Queen is a very... She's a very private person and there's nothing she could have done with all these scandals because they weren't made by her they were made by other people and she did the right thing by saying nothing and she acted appropriately i think through all these scandals she's a very smart intelligent woman she doesn't want to let the royal the family down francesca says 
As for Camilla Parker, I think it was a, str a strategic move to give importance to the woman closest to Prince Charles, perhaps to give a warning to other characters in the royal court. What do you think? Because uh, you're, you're our royal expert now, have you understood? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because mum's in bed. So go on. Yeah, but the thing is, it was a, it was a good move because now it's kind of way cleared the board from all the problems that Charles had with Camilla uh, whenever Diane was living. And it's cleared the board. Diana. And, and people and people now have realised that uh, he was in love with this woman, even though he married uh, Diana. They needed heirs of the throne, and she was young. And at the same time, he was still in love and seeing this woman years ago. So he's always been in love with her. So the Queen's realised that. She's put everything behind her now, and that's it. She's, she's, everything's in order now. Okay, we'll go back to my dad in a bit. Just a bit of advert. Do you have Instagram? Everybody has Instagram these days. Go and follow all our accounts. Chris Hagen Media, Cirque Magazine, Chris Hagen Language Institute, and if you're interested in what I'm getting up to on a daily basis, the real Chris Hagen. Also TikTok, Chris Hagen Official. Your daily dose of English is in your hands. So while my dad just goes to sort the baby, let's see what's next. Yes, me say me anywhere you want me. You got the power to use me right. Now, as this podcast episode is about the Jubilee, I want to go over, I'll teach you, maybe you don't know, maybe you know, some royal idioms, some expressions connected to the royal family. Now, they didn't create them, but they have the word royal or crown or something like that in the middle of them. So for use me this week, I want to see how many royal idioms you can use. So the first one, to crown it all. If you say something crowns it all, so to crown it all, it means when you're introducing the final event in a series of either very fortunate or very unfortunate events. So you can say, um, the beginning of this year, I had lots of work to do and to crown it all, I broke my hand or my neighbor's friend broke my hand. So to crown it all, the final event in a series of very fortunate or unfortunate events. Also, to lord it over. If someone lords it over, it means they behave as if they are more important or they know better than somebody else. So you can actually say to somebody, stop lording it over. Another nice one, a royal pain. I'm sure the royal family are not pains. The Queen's son seemed to be, but apart from that, I'm sure the Queen isn't. A royal pain is an extremely annoying person or thing. So you can say to someone, it's a royal pain. A nice little extension of that is a royal pain in the arse. Sounds to be really, really vulgar. I would probably use that one, to be honest. Another one, to kingdom come. This means the afterlife. To kingdom come from now and forever into the afterlife. Kingdom come. So these are a couple of royal connected idioms that I want you to try and use this week. Now, before we get back to my dad and his comments on your comments, I want to say happy birthday to Pat, our Pat. She will be older tomorrow. Just a bit of advert. On those dark, dreary days or sunbathing on the beach, check out our YouTube channel for our videos about comprehension, vocabulary and pronunciation. There are even videos to practice your writing. Go to YouTube and type my name, Chris Hagen. It's as easy as that. And now let's go back over to my dad with a few more of your comments. Okay, dad, you're back. We have another comment from Grouchugian, whoever he is. Okay. And he said that he thinks that the British 
monarchy is very organized and he wishes that Queen Elizabeth will celebrate even the non-gentennial jubilee and outlive Charles. So the question, when do you think she'll pass the crown to her firstborn, will never find an answer. So what do you think about this, about the organization, that she's very sympathetic, things like that? Well, the organization's great. It's the family. It's the rest of the family, isn't it? I mean, the organization, the Queen's always done things perfectly. She knows when to say things and when not to say things. Um, but it's it's her boys, isn't it? Mm. It's, it's Charles is too old to be. Um, he won't last so long anyway. But the Queen, she'll not give it up. I don't think she'll give it up. She really she passes over to Philip dies in other words and then Charles he's too old now for it I think and he's I don't think he really wants it so he'll pass it on to if if she dies he's alive he'll pass it on to William mm. okay we have another you know, comment we have another comment from Frederick who I guess is not English and he says viva la regina like long live the queen why do you think people abroad like our queen so much because she's there so long everybody in the generation after generation knows her she's always on the news or something happens especially over the last four or five years all this nonsense has had family problems with most of the family except William um, and everybody knows her and they feel sympathetic to her mm. and, they, and they like her yeah also Fabiana says Betty is so rock that if she put on an alternative band She'd probably call it Queen of Stonehenge. Do you think it's an appropriate title for the Queen's rock band? And then also another one, Amber said, "There's the there is only one Queen in the world. It's Betty, with lots of love hearts." Then there's a comment from Taki Pierina, and she says she's a great woman, but it should be time to abdicate because I'm sure she's tired with taking tea with the guards. How often do you think she has tea with the guards, Dad? Well, not very often, I wouldn't think, because she's too tired, she's just busy, anyway. But does she do anything now, publicly? Is she going around, what's she actually doing? She does, a, she does a few things, but she's got, they reckon she's got COVID now, from Charles, who went out on a visit the other day, hmm. he brought COVID back and told her, they're not sure if it's positive or negative yet, but she's ill, she's a bit ill, but uh, she's, uh, she, she won't give it up. Hmm. You think she'll stay until the day she dies, then? She will because she she loves it. She loves the country. But will will you be having a street party? When you think about it, when you think about it, even you and your condition, if someone left you a whole country to run, you'd be so proud of that, wouldn't you? Uh huh. Uh huh. I think I find I find it a bit bit difficult. I think from Milan, it might be a bit difficult to run (laughs) to running because you'd be going everywhere all over the world. Ah, you get good travel opportunities, and you get your own plane. She's done a brilliant job. Hmm. She works very hard. I was saying, are you going to have a street party like everybody else? No, not in this street anyway. <laughs> what street? Do you, he goes and finds somebody else's street, you know. And what about the what other events are going on in this this year for the Jubilee that you know of? Well, there will be a lot of street parties because I think ninety five percent, ninety percent of the people still like the Queen, um, still want to be there, and they don't want to miss her and all that when she goes. And, and there'll be plenty of parties all over the place. There's plenty of schools doing things, plenty of street parties going about all over the country. Uh, especially at this time, 70 years on the throne, you know what I mean? We have another comment, one from Federico in Italy, who says, The eyes of the world are about to watch, well, are watching now, 70 years of her reign on the throne. Also, his gaze as an Italian is fulfilled with wonder and amazement, he says. Looking at the Queen means looking through history, looking at history. In her eyes, there is a reflection of the events 
that they've stu- that he's studied in books of personalities who have walked through history. One doesn't need to be English to feel that emotion. And he also says that the Queen is also a punk icon. As you know, there is the Sex Pistols song, God Save the Queen. So thank you, Federico, for your comment. And I've just this second received a message from Blue in Corat, which says, As someone who doesn't know much about the royal family in the UK, I would say there are some similarities and differences with the one here in Thailand. I think there's more transparency in England compared to Thailand. In the UK, you're free to speak and question, while over here, you can't express any negative opinions, can't criticise or question in any way something that might destroy the image of their royal family. He says the Queen is like an icon of Britain, and he would ask her how she's managing to live so long. She still looks so lively. And as someone from Southeast Asia, we're talking about Blue, the guy who sent the comment, not me and not the Queen, she has quite a positive image here in Southeast Asia. If if I have to think of someone who is famous other than British person who is famous other than Rowan Atkinson from Mr. Bean, David Beckham, Daniel Craig and Princess Diana, then it has to be Queen Elizabeth. So thank you, Blue from Korat. So it seems that the whole world loves the Queen. So Dad, if there wasn't a Queen, what do you think would attract people to visit England? Uh, fish and chips? Very little. Very little. Well, fish and chips, but you get fish and chips anywhere in the world these days. But you can't get it in Italy. Shops open. Um, mm. There's nothing much in Britain to be attracted to, except for the, you know, I'd say that any historical buildings, and that's it. So if there wasn't the Queen, you think people would stop visiting England then? I think in a big way they'd stop, because there's, there's nothing there. They'd probably come if the palace was still there. They'd probably see the palace and change the guard like everybody else does and say China or Russia. People go and see theirs. Mm. So it's not, it won't be a big deal. She wasn't there. Uh, if Charles was on the throne, it definitely wouldn't come, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be bothered. But what, what do you think about the fact that eventually we'll have Charles's ugly mush on the money? Well, it's only a face in it. Yeah, but do you think they'll put the young version of Charles on it, like they did with the Queen on some of them? Of course, I will. The young, they'll put, put a nice him. young picture of Charles. Yeah, of course, I will. Mm. And Camilla, do you think they'll put Camilla on some notes? Um, I don't think so, because there's only, only Queen by consorts. She's not actually a Queen, is she? It's sad, just sad that it happens, but uh, it has to happen. Um, she has to no. go sometime, like, like as well. But uh, I just think when she goes, uh, the whole country's going to be, you know ruined because nobody look up to sad but it's bound to happen one day so dad thank you very much for playing the part of the royal correspondent and see you soon yeah bye So there you go. That was our Jubilee special. I don't know how special it was, but we included some of our listeners, which is beautiful. So I'm going to ask you a question now. Uh, yesterday was Valentine's Day, and I know Valentine's Day should be every day, not only one day a year. I want to know. Send me an email to chrishaganpodcast at gmail.com or through social media, wherever, and I will read out some of your comments about your worst dates ever. That will be next week, because... Valentine's Day is every day, so it's also next week. So all I need to say now is God Save the Queen and Jingle. I'm sure she'd love our jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Here for you comes in your ears, another word for thanks is cheers. Here's the new kid from the block, here for you around the clock. Shining on his English lips, Chris. Is an anagram of risk. <laughs>